Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, we've got a partial crew, but a good one nonetheless. We've got Lauren, Steve, and me. Hey, Lisa, how are you? I'm all right. How are you? Doing good. Hello, Lauren. See, he just jumps right into a conversation. He does. He doesn't even let us finish the whole hello intro. Mm. And he's sitting right next to you. He totally knows how you're doing. True. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It is true. Yeah. I've got a nice cup of Nespresso coffee, which oh, super yum. Mm. I have a nice that? cup of wine. I got Oh, nice. It wouldn't by chance be Pinot, would it? It would. In oh. a Christmas glass. Mm. Of course. Because, you know, you have to change the glass for the season. If you go to Sandals Resorts, you can come back with quite a few uh, extra bottles, bottles of, of wine. Of, of, uh, <laughs> Of, of uh, sandal Not wine. me. I always overpack my suitcase. Oh. You should bring an extra. And don't forget, if you bring those um, those bubble wrap, like blow up wine bottle cushion things, mm-hmm. that makes bringing wine back a lot easier. Yes. It's valid. Yeah. And they survived the trip just fine. So far. Well, I mean, we've done it several times. Mm-hmm. Why are we talking about this? All right. All right. So what's today's topic? And you topic? don't even drink wine, Lise. I bring them back for friends or for giveaways. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Or to donate to the Lauren Wine Bank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't done that. No, we did a big giveaway. We did a presentation um, and used up about six bottles of wine as giveaway gifts. And mm. it, nice. It all gets good. Or if you're juice. making like an eco friendly house and you want to make that cob stuff and you need some wine bottles to stick in the wall so when the light hits it just right. Wow. I've been watching too much YouTube. You have. The man spends all his time on YouTube. Okay. We're going to get going with our episode, which is going to be all about you guys, listener questions. And yes. we've got some good ones. We've got some good questions. Yeah. We're going to do our best. We're going to do you proud. All right. So Elizabeth Gentry, I know that name. Yes. Hi, Liz. Yeah. I, I know it well. <laughs> I've seen it many times. <laughs> She's a frequent flyer. Yes. All right. Can you explain the new park hopper option once it goes into effect for 2021? Why, certainly. Lauren, you want to go ahead? Sure. So the way the new park hopper option is going to work initially, and and I say initially because I do think it's going to potentially change as it kind of goes on, um, is that you have to book your park reservation still to be in a park in the morning. And then at two o'clock, you can open your app up and you can look and see uh, what's available to switch parks. So you may want to go to Hollywood Studios, but Hollywood Studios may not be available for a park reservation for hopping. So at that point, you would have to pick either Epcot or Magic or depending on what park you're in. Um, So I think that dining is going to be a little dicey with that if you're a table service person. So I'm I'm kind of, I'm very curious about how that's all going to play out because I do think dining is going to be challenging because people are going to book a dinner reservation thinking they can hop. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm digressing, but I always mm-hmm. do that. But I think I, I'm a little curious how that's going to work. But as of January 1st, we can do park hopper. It is limited. So we're going to have to see how it goes. But yeah, you'll, you'll be checking the app. The other thing you should know about park hopping is if you want to do Rise of the Resistance, 
you have to have a morning park reservation for Hollywood Studios because if you try to switch and try to grab one, they just changed the time to a one o'clock afternoon time. So you'll be switching at two and you can't get a boarding group after one o'clock. So they'll shut down at one. Gotcha. So if you really want to do Rise of the Resistance, you have to book a morning um, Hollywood Studios park reservation. So just so you know. But yeah, it's going to be pretty simple. It's just going to be going into the app to select a new park from what we've been told. Again, we haven't seen it yet, so we don't know how it's going to officially work. But that's what we're hearing is going to happen. So I hope that helps. That's cool. So if you have some good dining already planned for the afternoon or evening at Magic Kingdom, then and that's your park, then I would, sounds like you would stay then there. Fine. Yeah, yep. just stay there. And then if you don't have any dining planned for the uh, evening and you leave Magic Kingdom to, and, and Epcot is open and you've got a park hopper, then you can kind of go over there and see what's available or you're dying at the, yeah. at the uh, little fast food and carts I, or whatever. I think potentially people that want to really utilize the hopper may want to book table service lunches because you know you're going to be in that first park till at least two o'clock. So book yourself yep. a nice lunch and then quick service dinner, kind of reverse things a little bit. And that might be the best way to go. Yep. You know, Epcot is normally available, so switching over to Epcot may not be too bad, but as they increase the crowds, yeah, I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah, because Epcot holds a lot of people. Yeah. So that's the best way. Feeds lots of people. Yep. There's a ton of places to eat in Epcot. So if you don't, if you don't have a dining reservation. Yeah, that's the safe bet, I think. Yeah. Is hopping into Epcot. Yep. Which is my favorite thing to do, so. Yeah, it's a perfect place. I wonder why that is. It's, nice. it's just nice. Even, even at nighttime, it's nice to walk around there. The cave is there. You can't go wrong in the, without the going into the cave. That's right. All right. We will have to ask this next question of Sharpie when we get him back on. Um, because the question eliminates Steve and me from answering. But um, Jen Lahman asked... I would like to know how you all became travel agents. I know Steve and Lisa are former cast members, but how did you and Sharpie get to be where you are? I love listening and hope someday to meet you guys. You seem like a super fun group. Winky. <laughs> well, we were like when we... Well, well, let we, Lauren go first. Uh, it, it, okay, Steve, you go first. Well, I was just going to say we, we were like, man, this is the best professional as long as a pandemic doesn't hit. What are the odds? <laughs> Who saw that coming? I know. I was like... <laughs> I was like, this would be great. It's a great job until a pandemic hits so, and the travel industry. Yes. Or, or I guess the other thing we could have or done the is world. We, could have opened, <laughs> we could have opened a restaurant or a bar. And would have been just as equally effective. Yeah. So. Yep. Or, or a handful of other things, I'm sure. So many yeah. things were affected by yes. this pandemic. Yeah. It's just. Fitness it's, place. Fitness, yeah. We could have opened so a gym. Sad. We could have done all those. We picked travel. Travel is the, the one that will have the longest impact, but. We're still here. Yeah, but here's the thing. I think eventually, once people get vaccinated, I, I think everybody wants out of their house and their town. I know. I know. So bad. <laughs> so I'm hopeful that, so you know, at know. some point by the end of next year, we're going to see business pick up again. Mm-hmm. I absolutely agree. And I think the next two years are going to be yep. booming. Um, I hope we can keep up. And, and I hope anyone who out there, anyone who's thinking about traveling, Call us and uh, make sure you ask for a mouse chatter. We'll get you set up with either Sharpie or Lauren. 
and they'll yep. take care of you. They're well, obviously yeah. keeping up with everything. Yep. And they're going to do right by you. And That's the deal job. and great deals. Like oh, yeah. no better deals. Yeah, there's going to be some really good deals. <laughs> if you want to book 2021, 2022, amazing deals. With yeah. with most of them, I think are you know no question asked cancellation type of deals as well. So you got, yeah, they're doing a lot of that. Yeah, so you got nothing to lose. So if if you want to plan something, anyways, the deposits are easy and refundable. All right, so now Lauren, sorry, how did you get into the tra- the travel? I know, I know. Uh, well, no, let Lauren answer, Lisa. Right. I want to hear Lisa's answer. Well, doesn't it have a whole lot to do with mommy? It does. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> so I got into the business. I actually grew up in the business. My mom owned a travel agency for uh, 25 years, I guess. Might have even been close to 30. And uh, so I traveled a lot as a child. I grew up traveling. I grew up stamping brochures back in the day in her office and helping her and helping her with all different stuff that she did. And so it was kind of always in my blood. And then, you know, I went off and did my own thing. And then I was very much into Disney. I grew up Disney. I went every single year as a kid. And my husband and I went every every other year until we had kids. And then it was every year after that. And so I just had this grand love for Disney and planning it. And I love to, to kind of get into the meat of it. And anybody that I knew that was going to Disney would come to me. And I actually had this whole thing written up that I would send to them on how to plan and how to do things. And I would help them. And everybody kept saying to me, why are you not doing this for a living? And then I called Lisa <laughs> <laughs> and that was 10 years ago, over yeah. 10 years ago. It was a long time ago. And, uh, and we clicked the first we talked and, and I liked you immediately. And, uh, I got you fooled. <laughs> yeah. You reeled me right in and the rest is history. Yeah. But, I love planning, so it kind of, it makes sense. And I started out doing it part-time, and within a couple of years, I went to full-time. We convinced you. Mm-hmm. We made you so good and so busy. It was my sanity that needed help. I, I, I needed to <laughs> step <Yeah>. back. <laughs> you kept shortening the hours and shortening. You're like, nope, can't do it. Yep. I was like, no, nah, I just got to do this full-time. So, well, but yeah, and uh, the rest is history. As I definitely as, feel like I'm finally doing what I'm supposed to do, even with the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Steve might think otherwise. No. I, think, I feel like you just got to roll with it at this point. Yeah, like, I think it's, we we're, do? we're definitely on a upward trend now, which is nice. There's light yeah. at the end of the tunnel yeah. with yeah, the vaccine. Good. So it's all definitely there was a little time there where there was no positive news, but now it's everything's slowly going to turn around. So that's going to be good. I don't think Steve was ever really considered a travel agent. No, not no. really. We never let him do that. That's all right. No, we try to keep him behind the scenes, away from people. That's right. It's just better. I have for my, everyone. I have my it's hoodie safer for the general public. It is. I have my hoodie on. It's dark. Um, but I don't <laughs> oh think, goodness. I don't think having worked at Disney really pushed me in the direction of travel agent. I think I, that that's not entirely. Through. But um, leaving Disney, I was a teacher. I was a school teacher um, when I was in my last year at Disney. And then I moved from Orlando to Atlanta. And then I got into accounting work. And so my path took me in and I did that for six or seven years. 
And then let's see, then Amber came along and I needed something to do. And so that brought me to custom embroidery work, which we now incorporate with our clients and they can get custom totes. Lauren does a lot of those. Um, Mm -hmm. And then uh, when Brooke came along, it, it just, that's when the travel started. And that was in 2010. It became kind of what Lauren was saying. People are, are, we'd always be helping people because we had that Disney background and you just, someone talks about a Disney trip and you hear it from, you know, eight rooms away and you're like, did you talk about Disney? Can I help you? And you just want to help people. And, and so then it became a, a matter of, we found out you could specialize and not, you know, you could be a travel agent just specializing in Disney and you didn't have to do the other stuff. And this was before it was so popular. It's very popular now. Yeah. And so yeah, there wasn't that many when I, when, when you first opened. No. And so it seemed like the right thing to do. It's again, we were doing it anyway and now we were getting a paycheck. So good, right. good for us. And, um, I did start as an agent and briefly yeah it didn't last long because the company grew we found fantastic people and i had to switch hats from being an agent to just running the company so that's which was the right call at the time it was um i you guys work so hard and you do such long hours and you deal with a lot of um panic and i mean especially now and some people are panicked, some people are easy breezy, but you get all kinds of people that come to you. They're, they're nervous or they're relaxed or they're control freaks. And you've got to figure out the right way to handle them because this is a big purchase. Right. A, huge money. And a lot of people save a lifetime to go to Disney. And, yep. you know, we don't want to. We don't want to take, take it lightly. No, we don't. And, and we realize that we are very fortunate beyond fortunate to be able to go as much as we do and and so i guess the clients benefit from our experience and expertise yeah well and i think especially now going as much as we have gone and really seeing and boots on the ground seeing the wait times and seeing how things are handled and the protocols and you know the cavalcades and everything that they're doing i think i think has helped me personally, at least tremendously in help guiding people with their trips. Yes. You know? I, I think that it was eye opening for Steve. Steve hadn't been, I had been a couple times and when he ended up going to, where'd you go? To Universal Studios. Universal. Mm-hmm. And he's Mr. Don't forget Steve back in January. I was locked. Was, I was locked up. He, he was buying the, the hand was, sanitizer and the masks. He was doing all that COVID stuff before it was cool. We had more toilet paper than the grocery store. We had, um, you well, smart. well, we had, we got, well, <laughs> only because we have, he was it, it, it delivered, it comes by Amazon, but yeah, but I bought a, I bought stuff and then, um, but you got the good masks. Yeah. I bought got, the N95 um, masks before people, you got everything. before people knew what they we, were. We had stocked up on groceries before yeah. it was a thing. Yep. And so hats off to him for that. But he's been like that the whole time. He's been watching every move that the news yes. makes on COVID. Yeah. And, and then I hadn't gone out forever. Yeah. And then after a while, you're like, I really want a haircut. 
good gracious. <laughs> but it was so nice. But you still don't go out much. Yeah, I still don't go out much. So for you to go to an airport and yeah. go to a theme park. Yeah, I hadn't really been out. I got a hotel. I got a haircut for the first time in like three or four months. It's been bad. And then even I, the girls were like, Can I braid your hair? And then uh <laughs> I took the flight and I went to Universal and then it was so I just in a matter of moments I was like, Man, this is so awesome. Yeah. It was so great to get out and do things. And it felt and I felt so much safer. I said this before, but I felt so much safer at Universal Studios or Disney, from what I've heard from you guys, um, than I do just going to the grocery store because Everybody had a mask. Everybody had to do their hands. There, there were, were rules. There were rules. Everybody followed the rules. Everything was spaced out. So it was very well done. So I felt like I could have fun and um, I wasn't in some mobbed area. And then, you know, then you come back and you're, um, you know, wall to wall people just at the, back or wherever. Reality. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just so much different out of the controlled thing. So I felt better there than I, did here. So, but I think now with this vaccine coming, we're hopefully on the downward side in 2021. So that'll be awesome. One thing that I think we haven't mentioned about traveling and distancing, it's good. I'm, you go to the airport and they have you distance through the security lines they have you distanced when you are in your seat um, in the terminal. But as soon as they call um, zone two, everyone forgets about spacing and they all crowd to get on the plane. So that's just one thing that I might advise you pay attention to. If you are doing your job and keeping your distance, your seat is probably not going to go away. Nope. I don't even go near the plane until... Everybody else is boarded. I'm li- yeah. literally the last person to board the flight. Right. And I've done that too for the same reason. Yep. There's no reason. You know, if I have overhead luggage, that might change things. But I usually check my bags. I fly Delta and I'm a SkyMile member, so it's free. And just pay attention to that because all of a sudden you find yourself in a mob scene and um, it catches you off guard because you're you're suddenly focused on getting your spot in line instead of distancing. So yeah. two cents there. Everyone's great yeah. on the plane. Keep your mask on, all that. Disney, everything. Hotels, yep. fantastic. Yeah. So, um, all right, let's keep going. I, have to put my I think we back digressed on. off that question. Yes. Enough, right? <laughs> so It's yes. all good. Okay, Aaron Dick. I know it may be a while before they are back, but what is your favorite non-restaurant character experience? I feel there is always a lot of good discussion about character dining, but not the normal meet and greets. Okay, that's a good point. I know. I like this question. Um, I don't think we've ever discussed this. Non-restaurant character experience. Yeah. Uh, don't, yep. don't pick me first. Oh, I'm going with Mickey right off the bat. Mickey Mouse? Mickey Mouse. Yeah, that'd be the Mickey. That Magic Kingdom? Yeah. So which which Mickey meet and greet is your favorite? Um, well, actually, I don't know if it's still there. Actually, they're not there now. But it would well, be... Well, none are there now. Yeah. Yeah, it would be on um, Main Street in um, the there, Lincoln... The, yeah, right over there on the, on the right. Yeah. City Hall area. Not City Hall, the but city the other hall. side. Whatever it is. The 
I don't know. It's you walk by in. Tony's. Yes, by yeah, Tony's. Whatever that building the is. The one that used to talk. Yeah. But I like that. Nice and convenient. So I have a couple. Wow. And right. I like it on the way out, by the way. I don't know why. Hmm. I agree. I think a lot of people hit it on the way in. Yeah, I'd rather do it on the way out. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Lauren. Okay. I'll so think of something else. Go ahead. <laughs> so my favorite, 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 favorite character experience in all the parks is Chewbacca. Mm. Oh, that's good. He's my favorite. He's he, snuggly. He is just playful. I forgot and about those. I like those. when they're playful. Um, he like he's taken my phone and done thirty five selfies of himself. Like I just I you get a full experience with him normally. So if you're gonna do one and you're a Star Wars fan, I highly recommend that. I also like to go and play with the Jawas that mm. are wandering around inside um the character meet and greet area before you go in to see them they have them they're usually kind of running around that's cool and make sure you bring something yeah they're fun and and you can play with them for like hours well you bring bring something to trade (laughs) right right you bring something to trade the jaw was yes yep they're fun i like them so and then otherwise my favorite is chip and dale you can always find them in epcot normally before they took all the, they put all the walls up. They were always um, heading towards the land on the left side. Mm. Uh, they're always my favorite. They're just playful, and there's a theme with me. Obviously, I like the characters that are playful. So the Star Wars are they uh, Hollywood Studios? The old animation pavilion building is that where they are? Yeah, they were in Launch Bay. I don't. I'm assuming. Oh, they'll come back to Launch Bay. Oh, that's right. Oh, so they moved them over by the. So they moved no, they, them to, to yeah, the new Star Wars area. No, that that's that's next to um, Disney Junior. Oh, the Launch Bay is next to Disney Junior. That's and been Launch there for Bay a is long next time. to Disney. So that's oh, that's what they call that place now. Yeah, where the animation Are you thing that used far to be. Removed? I haven't been. I, I can't say anything. I can't. I can't come Launch up with names. Oh, it's called Launch Bay. Yeah, that makes sense. I've been. I've only been in there once, and I I saw the characters. You kind of like come in, and then you you go to the line you want depending on which character you want and then you yes. kind of come yeah, around there's usually yeah like two or three different ones in there yeah. i did think of some others that are awesome go ahead um you got me on star wars so i was thinking kylo ren he's always good he's good because but he, he doesn't just, talk no but like, he doesn't like he, stares he just at stares you. at you mm-hmm. but that's enough so yeah. i think he's pretty cool and my other is stitch Similar to oh yes yeah where do you see Stitch? Well, he's in Magic Kingdom. Yeah, and like I'm thinking dance parties. Oh, that's Lauren. Lauren, that's your thing. Yeah, I love the dance parties. Stitch can get down. Stitch is and actually Stitch is still making appearances because he's in Tomorrowland up on the stage. You can do selfies with him right now. Oh, oh yeah. Now that you got me thinking. No, that's a good one. I like Stitch. You're right. He's fun. Um, I've got selfies of stitch that he's managed to do mm. mm-hmm. yep now just breaching just a little bit from the norm um peter pan on the cruise ship also playful remember when he was yeah. sitting behind us on the couch that was incredible yes <laughs> um there's a lot of playful ones the well now i'm just getting into great character interaction but the stepsisters and uh lady oh Trinidad. yeah they're always good 
Yeah. Um, you've got some fantastic and you can usually, ones. You can usually find them behind the castle. <gasps> oh, I've got one. Um, Gaston in front of his tavern. Oh, yes. Because oh, he's one. a smarty pants. He's, yes. He is a smarty pants. He really pants. gets into character. He messes with people. Yeah. I like That's I like what Gaston. I like. I like when they mess with people. To me, that's a great character interaction. Yes. Right. You want the interaction. You don't just want to say, you know, cheese and walk away. Yes, right. Exactly. You know, I like when you see these YouTube videos of people challenging Gaston to push up contests and, mm. you know, he wipes the floor with them. Mm. You know, because he's Gaston. Yep. I do like the drummers over at Toy Story Land, the ar- little arm, the army men. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Green army. Fun. Yeah. That's a good one. That is about, yeah, but normally. They don't interact. That's perfect, though, because I, I walk by, they're doing a few little things. I can listen and I can keep walking. Mm. That's my character. That's my character interaction. You know her. who else is fun? Edna Mode. Oh, yeah, she is. Edna Mode. Where She's is she fun. at? Hollywood Studios. Oh, I haven't Pixar seen area. I haven't seen her yet. Yeah. Yeah, you have. have she I? was in the yeah. building. When? Oh, she was at a, an event I was at. She was at a, yeah, she was at a private function. Yes. That was the only time. But she's a good interactor. Yes. And I met the Garden of the Galaxy characters. I don't know if they're still there. Did you? At a, at a private event before I had seen the movie. I was at, yeah, I met them too. I, th- yes. I think that was, wasn't that. I was like, let's take a picture the with anniversary? the. anniversary? Yeah. Let's take a picture with the blue person. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. Well, because I rode that before I saw the movie too, out in California, and oh, though it you yes. really have to see the. I'm catching up. We're so caught up with yeah, we caught up with all of our marvels except so, the last part of it. COVID quarantine has helped us go through all the Marvel movies. Yes, every except single for one. Spi- the last Spider Man, yep. 2019. Um. But Lauren, aren't you impressed? Yeah, we saw every single one. I am impressed. You made fun of me for a very long time about that. We in order. I did. We watched them we all watched them in, in order. order. I've watched them in order. You have to watch them in order. You yes, do. and then you watch after the credits to get the so, little sneak. Okay, so now that you've watched them, what's your favorite? Oh, what, I mean, what's your favorite Marvel character? Uh, I'm I'm gonna be typical and go with the mainstream. I like Iron Man. The Iron Man's were it's hard to I'm beat an the Iron Man. It's hard to beat the Iron Man ones. I, I love his character. Yeah. Well, he's got a great, yeah, great character. Yeah, it's a good character. And I just like him as a, he's an actor. He's very likable. Yes. Yeah. Um, not too thrilled with Thor. I was. Yeah, Thor is. Some are good, some are bad. Uh, oh, I liked the first one. Yeah. And then some of them got a little crazy. Yeah. The whole thing with the eye. Uh, I, I always like Spider Man. I didn't Can't like. Can't go wrong with Tom Holland. No. He's fun. He's adorable. Mm hmm. Um, I like the Hulk. And yeah. Hulk too, I guess. Yeah, um, Hulk doesn't do it for me. Well, I like that he. I like Ant Man. I love Ant Man, but I love Paul Rudd. So. Yeah. Me too. Me too. <laughs> so you can't go wrong there. Can't go wrong there. Not too thrilled with Cap, but. Oh, I like Captain America. I like him, but I his later characters I didn't like as much, and we're so off on a tangent again. All right, so where's what's the next we're question? Sorry. Here? Who's oh, and then I was going to point out my next um, series to catch up is uh-huh. going to be Transformers. Oh, God. Those are, nah, no, that doesn't do it for me. I have to. Uh, nope. Uh, no. you, you did the right at Universal Studios. You've done Transformers. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> Every, good Everything that. that blows up. The ride up. is fantastic. I don't need to watch the movie. It's, okay. it's just like the ride. And then I'm sure there's eight versions of it that are all the exact same. I um, am about to start watching Harry Potter series again, though. Although, yeah, those are good. Nothing wrong with that. 
Let's see. Who's is there? One more question here, yeah. or is that it? Um, yes. Abigail. No, there's a couple. There's. Hold on. I gotta. Oh, here we go, Abigail. Okay, Abigail Martin. We know how the Griswolds feel about Disney, but what about Mrs. Sharpie and Lauren's husband? Do they love Disney as much, or do they just put up with it? What are your recommendations for a partner who isn't into Disney other than leave them at home? Oh, this is a good one. This is your husband, it, it, right? Yeah, this your, is, Lauren's yeah, original so husband. So we can answer for Mrs. Sharpie, because we know Jesse loves Disney. Yes. Yeah. She is all about Disney, so he is very lucky, because Mrs. Sharpie is a huge Disney lover. So that much we can definitely attest to for Sharpie. We can definitely have him answer that question after the fact. Um, my husband is the anti-Disney. He's he's so he, he's so not a Disney. He doesn't fan. get it. He doesn't get it. He doesn't feel it. And he's surrounded by me and my daughters who are in your face crazy Disney people. Yep. So he's completely outnumbered and just tolerates it. So with him, we've come, we've come to, it's taken years because he did go with me even before we had the girls, he would, he would tolerate a trip every other year. And then once we had the girls, he conceded and he liked going when they were little because, you know, it was still magic and you yeah. would the magic in their eyes and the fireworks and their faces and the characters and, you know, yep. So then as they got older, it, and they were kind of doing all the big stuff. Then he was like, eh. <laughs> so he still goes every year. Um, and on average, he probably goes at least twice a year with us, but we don't make him go into the parks. So that's kind of how we have found our happy medium with him. Yeah. So there's your compromise. So like he loves Epcot and he loves Hollywood studios. And he'll go into Magic and Animal Kingdom for a little while, but then he's like, all right, I've reached my capacity. I'm going to go back and sit at the pool and I'll come meet you for dinner later. <laughs> so like, you know, we've learned how to kind of work it. So he's happy and we're happy and nobody's upset or unhappy, you know. But that's the and way you we, need to make it work. Right. So, but that's how, that's what he does. He reaches his, abil- his, his ability to deal with Disney and he's like... I'm going to go to the pool. And we're like, okay, we love you. We'll see you later. (laughs) (laughs) And it works. So, and he's there for the important stuff and he's in the parks he likes and, you know, it it works. So, and he does average a couple trips a year with us doing that. So there's been trips he's taken with us that he has actually never stepped foot in a park. Ah, but Lauren, have you ever done a trip where you didn't step foot in a park? Me? Yeah. No, I've always stepped foot in a park. I've not always done a ride. Okay. I've done both. I've, I've gone without going into a park and I've gone without going on a ride. See, I always have to at least go into the magic kingdom and say hello to the castle and then maybe go to Epcot and get a grandma and he's slushy. (laughs) (laughs) But, but yeah, no. So we do find a happy medium with him because, and, and, you know, I guess it works because. Right. Well, and that answers the question. That's how you make it work. Yeah. You have to figure out what your partner who doesn't like Disney is willing to do and what, when they've reached their ability to handle it, let them go. Well, okay. So if that's the way we do it, if your other half didn't like Disney, yours is happy going back to the pool and hanging out and then joining you for dinner. But what are some other things that one could do at Disney if they didn't really get into the Disney magic? 
Well, and that's the other thing he's done. Like, so during football season, he'll head over to ESPN and watch a game. Yeah. Yeah. So that's and good. he's very happy doing that, yep. you know? So it, well, there's, there's so definitely many. other things you can do. Like, well, you can go you know, and work out, you can play mini golf and do right. something like that. You, yep. see you a can movie. do like golf there's golf. plenty of things you can do. Yeah. You can do golf golf. Um, and if you're a woman who doesn't like it and your husband does, then spa. You go to the spa. Yeah, there's a ton Outlet of uh, shopping. Yep. tons of spas. Yep. But there's also, Disney I Springs. mean, it's Orlando. There's so much to yeah. do in Orlando and yep. a, a quick little um, yeah, Lyft or Uber is going to take you somewhere. And that way you're still having fun. You're taking a break from your everyday life and you're meeting up with your family. It's, it's a compromise. So there's a lot yep. that you can still do. Yeah. I like it. Yep. So that's how we do it. Yeah, Steve and I don't have that problem. No, you guys both like it. You're lucky. Yeah. All right. So do you think dining plans will ever come back? Is it insane to book for fall of next year now? Will it be a madhouse if travel restrictions are lifted and then the anniversary? Lots of questions. So do you think the dining plan will ever come back? Steve, 100% yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's all based on um, the only reason it went away is because they can't open all these restaurants when the crowds are so light and, um, you know, and have that many people running all these restaurants when the capacity is at 25%. So, yeah, well, think about it. Do you want to buy a dining plan and then have yeah, only a few very few dining options available? Yeah, so it doesn't work. So they, yep. it, it would, everyone be, would be angry. Um, and of course, all the good restaurants would fill up. Yeah. So as soon as everything is back, 2021, mid 2021 or whenever, I'm my sure. My prediction is the dining plan announcement comes sooner than later. Yeah. And then they'll, they'll That's start. My prediction. Yeah. And then they'll start booking it and booking reservations because you want to book those in advance. Um, and it's, a, and we love, it's, it's been a while since I've gone, but um, I enjoy the dining plan. Snacks, quick service, table service. Lots of great yeah. signature I restaurants. I actually think we're going to hear sooner yeah. about that. Yeah. What was the other question? That's on there? just a guess, though. Well, is, it, is it insane to book for fall of next year now? Um, will it be a madhouse if restrictions are lifted and then the anniversary? So, yeah, you've got a couple of things piling on there between the anniversary and then the release of everyone from their quarantine. Release the hounds. Oh, you know that's your ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It is. <laughs> so I have very strong feelings on this. So we're already seeing no availability for dates in the fall. And it is because there's limited capacity still for booking. Do I think that's going to open up because eventually they're going to open up more percentage? Absolutely. But if for some reason they have to maintain still at this level or at even 50% capacity and the fall is something that you're very serious about doing, I highly recommend booking now because I, we're already seeing a trend of, of high bookings for the fall for October, November, December. Yeah. Of 2021. Of 2021. Yeah. And 100%. then they, and then they have to make a park reservation, right. Too. And at least still at this point. Like, so if you want to be in Magic Kingdom on October 1st, there's no park availability anymore as of right now. 
Yeah. So the sooner you can book all that. And that will likely again lift. Yeah. But. You know, if it's something that's super important to you and you're looking to go Thanksgiving or you're looking to go for the actual 50th anniversary, um, the trend right now we're seeing is that it people are booking now for that time of year. In fact, that's that's the majority of the bookings I'm seeing right now. Majority of what's coming in is fall. So I think people feel like it's a safer time to travel right now. Yeah. So that's what we're seeing a lot of. Um, I do think we're going to see things lift a little bit and I think you're going to see more availability open up, but you know, I think if it's important, you should definitely book. And here's the thing you can book and safely cancel it or move it with a simple $200 deposit, you know? So if something happens and you can't go, you can always move it or cancel it or, you know, there's options there. It's very flexible. I like that they're being flexible. They're being very flexible. Yeah. Which is good. So. It's a good thing. All right. That's it, isn't it? That is it. Um, I think there was a couple more. Let me see. Go look. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. My oh. message got clipped. That's oh, it got cut off. Oh, you had to click the button. I clicked the button. I didn't see the button either. All right. So that takes, and that was uh, Jacqueline Pratt on that one. I do. There's a question for Steve in here oh, there that I is. really Uh-oh. like. I, I, I think you should read that one. I didn't. I didn't prep. This is from Catherine Gronman. Oh, hey, Catherine Groman. Yeah, Catherine Groman. Yeah. So, Steve, which pool? Oh. In all the world. <laughs> in the world. Is your favorite to take a nap? Oh, so I've taken a nap at a pool once before. But that was Universal. It was at Universal Studios. Well, no, it was at a resort. It wasn't at Universal. Yeah, it was at, well, it was at Universal <laughs> Orlando Resort. Okay, there you go. I was re- that tired. You slept there too. I did. Lisa and I slept yes. at the uh, Port, Portofino. Portofino Bay Resort. which the is quiet pool. Which is their nicest resort over at Universal Studios. Um, and we just literally... Put our luggage well, around us and yeah, slept in a lounge. Yeah, we got in very early. We, got, we took an early, early flight. so tired. Yeah, we got up at like, I don't even know, 3 a.m., got a 6 a.m. flight. And then, of course, our room wasn't ready. And then, you know, you're there at like 8 a.m. or something, and the room's not ready, and you're like, I am going to pass out. So we just went out to the pool. It was like- Found 8, a nice shady spot. It was 8 a.m. or something. Oh, yeah. no, no one was out there. Nobody was out there, and we just got two lounge chairs and fell asleep on them. And then some kid was like splashing me with a squirt gun when I woke up. Like, is he alive? <laughs> hey, mister. Hey, mister. <laughs> He's not breathing. No, I don't remember. I do remember waking up with people around me or, yeah. or at least. Some, well, we woke up to some, people noise. Yeah. I was so tired. Well, we were back by the hot tub. We yeah. were trying to hide from We everyone. were trying to hide from the main. It was, it was the, clo- the only thing. But it was pretty nice. The giant palm trees. Nice little breeze. Lounge chair. Yeah. A towel for a blanket. Yeah. Well, we did that. But um, have you thought about napping at any of the other pools at uh, Disney? Mm. Any pool you want. I don't know. I really love the beach club pool. But it's pretty loud. Yeah, it's too loud. you'd You'd have to find a quiet pool. To, to nap at a Disney, so which is like their secondary space. pools. You could find, yeah, a quiet pool at Beach Club. Yeah. Those are nice. Yeah. That could and work. For, for, for an Earl, Coronado. The, yes. 
Although that quiet pool was crazy when we were there last, but the main pool was closed. Yeah. That's another I have consideration. place to nap. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's like where? Where? So. Art of animation. Yeah. Ooh. Cars pool. Cars. Oh, that pool is. Oh, that's the best. We've been in there. In a cone. Yeah, they have in the cone. If you get there early, they have the cozy cones. We've been in a cozy cone over there and they're free. You just have to get there before. Yes. And it, even then there's nobody at that pool. That pool's awesome. Nope. It's tiny. This is cute. The, that's the spot. I'm telling you. He's yeah, going to do us. That is a, a good thing. Because you can be back. in the cone and, and you get a little privacy. Yep. That's a, that's perfect. That is a perfect <laughs> spot. Good job. Right? Lauren. It is. See? I love it. Yeah. That was I pretty good. Please. Good job. <laughs> All right. There's Steve's question. Um, is it Andrea or Andrea? I don't know. Either I would one. say Andrea, but okay. I. So we've got Miss Jenkins. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, must stops in Magic Kingdom, Epcot and Disney Springs for my bachelorette party in April. Oh, boy. Oh, Grey wow. Goose slushy. Oh, I, I got this one. I know that Grey Goose is on there. It is, but actually there's, there's better spots. So, okay. Okay. So if it were me, I would hit Magic Kingdom and play. And then at the end of the night, I would head over and go to the Enchanted Rose and have some drinks. Wait, wait where is that? Grand Floridian at the Enchanted Rose. And then I would head over to, well, you can do Polly first if you want and also do Polly. Go to the lounge there. I would do those two lounges. Of course, you can't actually, hopefully the lounge in Polly is open. It might not be because that main building is going to be closed. So stick with Enchanted Rose in April. Um, have some drinks. Go out on the the patio. There's like um, a balcony, I guess. There's a lot of space, yeah. With big couches. It's a terrace. It's so nice. Get some yeah. drinks, get some apps. It's my favorite place over there. So that's what I would do Magic Kingdom because there's really no place unless you dine in a restaurant to have a drink. Um, Epcot. So, of course, the Grand Marnier Slushy, but then also head into the cave into Tuto Gusto for some afternoon uh, wine flights or champagne flights even. Mm. And have some, you can have some apps there too, or small plates. Yeah. And then for dinner, leave there and head over by Allen Compass and hit the lounge, have some apps and drinks there. They make an amazing, they make great drinks. I love the drinks there. And have dinner there at Allen Compass. Yacht Club? Yeah. Yacht Club. Sorry. And then Disney Springs, there's, I would go to Wine Bar George. Oh, yeah. And you can even go across to, hangar bar across the way and have some drinks there. Um, I mean, there's tons of places. City Works has um, great brewery drinks. So you can get a different, different like IPAs and stuff like that. So I would do that, but I would hit those places personally. Yeah. So just in case it's open, I'm going on a little different angle. Um, if it's open, we'll see. Um, you've got to do, um, oh my gosh, jelly rolls. Mm. That would be good. That Boardwalk. Would be yeah. You could do that after Alien Compass on Epcot night. Yeah. yeah. Cause they're not going to open until later anyway. Yeah. So that'll yeah, be Yeah. They fun. don't open until eight o'clock. Yep. But I agree. That's a, that's a fun and thing. And it's a nice do. little walk from. And get a table Alien up Compass. front by the stage. There you go. Yeah. 
Well, there's Tell no. Tell a mouse chat sent you. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> then they won't serve you. They'll be like, we're not going to sing to you. Yeah. They, uh, <laughs> we're hit or miss over there. Um, yeah, well, there's no senior frogs at Walt Disney World. So I, I would go with any of Lauren's recommendations. I think they're all, those are all great recommendations. We have one more, Lisa. We do. Um, so this is from Hannah Stonebarger. For a Disney Universal split vacation, should we go to Disney or Universal first? We're going with a three and a six-year-old. I've got my thoughts on this. I want to hear what Steve has to say. So a Disney World split. So they're going to go to Universal Orlando Resort and Walt Disney World, and they have a three and six-year-old. Three and six-year-old. Yeah. And they want to know where to, I would do, I would do Universal first. Similarly to doing Walt Disney World first and then the cruise second, if you did a Disney cruise. Yep. So I feel like Universal does have things for little kids, but they might be um, more used to Disney World. So Universal will get them excited about things. And then Disney World will be like the, the ex- similar to like, I would um take them to Epcot first and then to the Magic Kingdom if you were going to do both because Epcot is still fun and has characters, but not as many as Magic Kingdom. So you would do them um in that order. So it's not more of a letdown. But, you know, but Universal has things for little kids in that, you know. Oh, the yeah. The little kids are Barney and the fun. E.T. ride and water rides. Seuss Landing. And, yeah, they have a ton of stuff. Harry and Potter, Harry Potter. three-year-old. Yeah, yeah. So they have a bunch of cool things. Um, yeah, there's a lot that, you know, the three and six year old are going to enjoy at universal, but I do agree that it should be universal first and then Disney, because I think all the characters, there's a lot more familiar familiarity at Disney as far as the characters and some of the places they're going to see it all around them. They might not be as familiar and might not be as excited at Universal. They're going to love the Minions and maybe the Transformers. Yeah, the parade that has um, all the Minions. So there's a lot of different things that they, they're going to recognize. But I think, uh, just being honest, I think they're going to recognize more at Disney. Yeah. And you don't see a lot of you strollers. You want to finish with that. Like, like Disney World, you'll see a lot of strollers parked around. At Universal Studios, it's very rare to see a lot you don't see like a ton of strollers no and i think universal has even put it out there that they're really more for the tween the pre pre-tween the tween and the teen yeah but not um, that they don't won't have stuff to do right. but but definitely they target more of the teen uh and up audience at universal lauren sorry we hijacked that what do you think universal no you're was? good um so i would definitely do universal first Disney second, but Hannah, if you haven't been to Universal with your kids' ages, I would highly recommend contacting either myself or Sharpie and let us help you with this trip. Yeah. Um because I definitely have strong opinions on the best way to handle it. As does Sharpie, I'm sure. Yeah, there's a right and a wrong way to do it. Yes. So my recommendation, there's no fee to use us, contact either Sharpie or myself and let us help you with the trip. Yep. Right. Is it just me or is that the end of the question? That's the end of the questions. All right. Just wanted to make sure. Well, those were all good ones. Yeah. Yeah, I like them. Yeah, that was a good round. Um, We're going to have to remember to ask Sharpie about um, how he 
became a travel agent. There you go. And were there any other questions we needed to check with him? No, we uh, answered that one for him. Yeah. <laughs> we took over. We, we know what Mrs. Sharpie likes. Oh, yeah. She <laughs> likes it. Okay. Well, then we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show. I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you have any comments or questions for us, you can send those to us at comments at mousechat.net. Thanks so much for listening. Please join us again next time on Mouse Chat. <laughs>